Welcome back to episode of Football Front, season one, episode forty. Today, I go over the divisional round of the playoffs and uh, make my predictions for the NFC and AFC championships. I hope you guys enjoy. Let's get right into it. So, starting off today's episode. Um, we're going to go over the uh, divisional round. Now, all this old news, but um, three went down game. Other game went into overtime. So it was awesome games. I enjoyed watching them. Uh, yeah, I hope you did. Can, I think, you, I, I mean, I think anyone should have enjoyed that. Like, that was the best weekend of football I've ever seen. And I've watched football for a decent bit, you know. Um, but starting off, um, Bengals versus the Titans. The Bengals advanced, winning 19-16 on an Evan McPherson game-winning field goal. Um, now, I, I knew who's getting there at the end of this. So, I, at first, I had the Titans playing the Packers in the Super Bowl, but that is not happening. They both lost, which is sad. I mean, I, I was that wrong that they both lost in the divisional round. Ugh, okay. But anyway, moving on to the stats, uh, Joe Burrow was 28-37, 348 yards and a pick. It's really a really good game outside of pick. So, I mean, I think he's definitely one of the one of the uh, best young quarterbacks in the league right now. On the other side, Ryan Tannehill's not good at all. 15-24, 220-yard touchdown, three picks. You know, he wasn't good. The running game was okay, but not what they needed it to be. Like, Tennessee's running game, Deontay Foreman had four carries, 66 yards. Meaning that one of them was a 45-yard carry. And thus, um, that was really like got going. Because Derrick Henry had 20 carries, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Which isn't bad, but that's not what we expected of Derrick Henry. Yes, Derrick Henry coming out of it, off an injury. And, yeah, he, he, des- he deserved a little bit more of an easing in. But he just like, got thrown the ball. Like, put the ball, put in his hands. Early and often, so I don't think he was ready for that. On the Cincinnati side for rushing, Joe Mixon wasn't great, but wasn't bad either. 14 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Other than that, that was really it. And then in the receiving game, the young stud Jamar Chase, five receptions, 109 yards. T. Higgins had seven receptions, 96 yards. C.J. Zone had seven receptions, 71 yards. Overall, just a good game from that receiving quarter. And you compare that to Tennessee. Which had one like really really standout player in it, AJ Brown, five receptions, 142 yards, and a touchdown. He played really good, and Julio Jones was solid behind him, six receptions, 62 yards. But they overall weren't able to get much going in the receiving game. Um, onto the defensive side of the ball, Cincinnati Logan Wilson had eight tackles, Von Bell had six tackles in the sack, DJ Reader had. Six tackles, and then other people notching sack. There was actually no one, but then Mike Hilton, Logan Wilson, and Jesse Bates each recorded a pick. Um, for Tennessee, Zach Cunningham had ten tackles. Jeffrey Simmons had eight tackles, three of them being sacks. Uh, David Long Jr. had eight tackles in the sack. Uh, Amani Hooker had eight tackles. Christian Fulton had six tackles. Harold Landry had six tackles, one and a half sacks. Dan Krusek. Kruchank had four tackles, and then uh, Danico Autry had one and a half sacks. Bud Dupree had a sack. Uh, 
Calpico and Naquan Jones each had half a sack. So they had a total of nine sacks. So they were harassing Burrow all game. But Burrow was able to come away with a, a better offense. So Amani Hooker also had a pick. I'm just going to point that out as well. That's it again. Uh, the best win team for a type game. Robbie Gold hit the game-winning field goal and sent the Niners with a 13-10 win over the one-seed Packers. This wasn't what I was expecting in any way. You know, even though I expected Jimmy G to play, I would have expected Jimmy G to play the way he did. He didn't play good. But then you expect Aaron Rodgers to play better than what he did. Aaron Rodgers was 20-29, 225 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. They weren't able to get anything going there. And you also look at Jimmy Garoppolo, who couldn't get anything going either, but he had 11 of 1,931 yards pick. Still better than what Rodgers did because he had a solid enough running game that could uh, produce. Because, you know, you look at Elijah Mitchell for San Francisco, 17 carries, 53 yards. And their team had a total of 106 yards. As for Green Bay, they had a total of 67 yards. Their lead rusher was Aaron Jones with 12 carries, 41 yards. They couldn't get anything going whatsoever. Now, I think this makes it probably set in stone that Rodgers is going to really want to get traded. He's not staying out here, in my opinion. He has no reason to. They lost in the second round. He doesn't He doesn't want to stay there, I don't think, in this case. Moving on, we got the receiving game. Um, George Kittle led the way for San Francisco. Four receptions, 63 yards. Behind him, Debo Samuel, three receptions, 40 yards. Now, for the 49ers to beat the Rams, they're going to have to have Debo Samuel be a dynamic weapon like has been in the past, I guess, in the past few games, and not like this game. He needs to be slightly better, in my opinion. Um, moving on to the next uh, set of receiving yards from Green Bay. Aaron Jones led the way for them, nine receptions, 129 yards. Behind him was Devontae Adams with nine receptions, 90 yards. And then that was it. They Their next best receiver had six yards, and no one else had any yards. They had three players record yards, and only four players with a catch. That's sad. That's just sad. Moving on to the defense, Dante Johnson for San Francisco had six tackles. So did Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. And then people recording sacks were Eric Armstead, who had two. Let's see. Uh, Nick Bosa had two. Samson Abucan had one. And that was it for a total of five sacks. For Green Bay, Preston Smith had nine tackles. Devondre Campbell and Chris Barnes had uh, seven tackles. And then Kenny Clark had six tackles, one of them being a sack. Then Rashawn Gary also had two sacks. And Zadari Smith had sacks. That's it for the 49ers 13-10 game-winning Robbie Gold field goal. The Packers. Moving on to the Rams versus the Buccaneers. This was an amazing, amazing game. In this game, uh, Buccaneers lost this, but it was a phenomenal game, no matter how you put it. Um, for L.A., they won 37. Um, at halftime, just going to say this, they were 20-3. 20 to 3. Just think of that. Starting second half, down 20 to 3. But you're Tom Brady, you can come back from basically anything. The Rams are able to score a quick one to start the second half, and then they had basically nothing the rest of the way. As for Tampa Bay, they had 10 points in this third quarter and 14 in the fourth. Um, this 
led to uh, a phenomenal play by the uh, Rams. So, starting off the first play, uh, Stafford takes the snap, drops back, throws it to the left sideline. Cooper Cup absolutely broke the man's ankles on a route and caught it, got out of bounds for some good yards. And then, after that, he connected with Cooper Cup again, got down the field with Four seconds left, knocked in the game-winning field goal, and he 40 off, come off that 44-yard reception with Cooper Cup. They, they were a phenomenal duo in this game, Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. Because Cooper Cup was also able to hit a uh, 70-yard touchdown on the pass from Stafford earlier in the game. It was just phenomenal to watch. But there were so many fumbles at the end. In total, there was... Um, one fumble from Tom Brady, four fumbles from Los Angeles. They fumbled it four times. You can't have that happen. Just going to say that. Let's move on to the stats here. Matthew's 28-38, 366 yards and two touchdowns. Really, really good game from him. And then Tom Brady, it would have put up some late game heroics, but it wasn't enough. He was 30-54, 329 yards, touchdown, and a pick. In the run game, Cam Akers could not get anything going. 24 carries, 48 yards. Not much there. For uh, Tampa Bay's rushing, Leonard Fournette also couldn't get much going. 13 carries, 51 yards. But he did get two touchdowns. Um, so, in the receiving game, Cooper Cup, nine receptions, 183 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Odell Beckham was behind him with six receptions, 69 yards. He had a solid game. On to Tampa Bay. Uh, Mike Evans, eight receptions, 119 yards. Touchdown. Rob Gronkowski, four receptions, 85 yards. Both teams played really, really good in this, in in their certain spots. In the first half, it was all Rams. Second half was all Buccaneers. Let's take a look at the uh, defense. Um, David Long Jr. of the Rams and Darius Williams of the Rams had seven tackles. And then Trevin Howard had six tackles. Aaron Donald had a sack, and Von Miller and Leonard Floyd each had a sack as well. For Tampa Bay, Levante David had 11 tackles. Antoine Winfield, 9 tackles. Devin White, 8 tackles. Jamel Dean, 7 tackles. Jordan White had 7 tackles. Nadam Kunsu, uh, 6 tackles, half a sack. Vita Vea, 3 tackles, sack. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul, half a sack. And that was it. Um, Nadam Kunsu and Tom Brady, both... Got in uh, not necessarily roughness. Some some penalty. I forgot what it was. Um, let me look it up. Um, let me see. Something like not necessarily roughness, but um, unsportsmanlike conduct. That's what. Um, that was his first unsportsmanlike conduct ever in his career. It happened in. This game against the Rams, he was um, tackled. He drew blood and he argued with the ref because they didn't make a call that got him an unnecessary roughness. So, anyway, that's that game again. Thirty to twenty-seven, game-winning field goal from Matt Gay to send the Rams over the Buccaneers. Next up, the last game, probably the best game, which is the Bills. The Chiefs won forty-two to thirty-six in overtime. And there were 25 points in the last two minutes. And 28 points in the 
whole fourth quarter. It was crazy. Absolutely amazing game. Both quarterbacks played phenomenal. Josh Allen was 27-37, 329 yards and four touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, 33-44, 378 yards and three touchdowns. Both quarterbacks were incredible. Made it a close game all the way through. It was probably the best game you could have watched that whole weekend. That and probably the Rams Buccaneers. Those are my two favorites. Um, in the uh, rushing game for both teams, Josh Allen, 11 carries, 68 yards, 7 singletary, 10 carries, 26 yards. They were able to break 100 yards total as a team. But then you compare that with the uh, Kansas City's rushing attack. Uh, 7 carries from Mahomes, 69 yards and a touchdown. Clyde Edwards-Alaire came back, 7 carries, 60 yards. And then Michael Hardman, 2 carries, 31 yards and a touchdown. Overall, the running game had 182 yards. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, up next, we've got the receiving game. Um, for Buffalo, their receiving game was phenomenal from one player. Gabriel Davis had eight receptions, 201 yards in all four touchdown receptions. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Um, on the Kansas City side, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, 11 receptions, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Behind him, Travis Kelsey was Travis Kelsey. Eight receptions, 96 yards, and a touchdown. In total, their team, both teams played phenomenal. Moving on to the uh, defense. Um, for Buffalo, Matt Milano, 11 tackles. Um, Terramaine Edmonds um, had nine tackles. Jordan Poyer, eight tackles. Dane Johnson and Teron Jones had seven tackles. Teron Johnson had as well. Levi Wallace had six tackles, and then Ed Oliver recorded this half. Um, for Kansas City, Daniel Sorensen, nine tackles. Darius Sneed, nine tackles. Nick Bolton, eight tackles. Anthony Hitchens, six tackles. Jerome Reed, six tackles and a sack. And then Melvin Ingram had a sack as well. So that's it for that game again. Overtime uh, reception by Travis Kelsey. And then 36. Now we'll make my predictions for the NFC and AFC championship games. So for my predictions, starting off with the Bengals Chiefs. Let's take a look here. This is 3 o'clock on set. This is at home for the Chiefs. Sorry, my foot's a bit scratchy. Um, they're against Cincinnati. Uh, let's see. This game's on CBS. The SPM matchup predictor has 69.6% chance for the Chiefs, 30.4% for Cincy. Um, See, last time the, the Bengals did play the Chiefs, the Bengals were able to win. Now, I'm not going to say that they're going to win again. I'm not going to make any bold, crazy predictions, but we'll see. In Kansas City, it's going to be 43. It's not going to be horrible. Um, let's see. Let's take a look at the injuries. Uh, Joe Bitchy injured reserve. Stanley Morgan and Cam Sample are doubtful. And Josh Pro is questionable. Um, for Kansas City, let's see the injuries. Daryl Williams, Tyron Matthew, Rekwashola. That's huge if they want Tyron Matthew. My guess is he'll play, but we'll have to see. Um, and Chris Lammons is on injured reserve. Now let's take a look at the position-by-position uh, position matchups. Burrow versus Mahomes. I'm going to give this to Mahomes, but I'm not going to count out Burrow in any way. Um, for the rushing game, I'm going to take Mixon here. For the receiving game, I'm... If it's Jamar Chase versus Tyreek Hill, I'm taking Jamar Chase. If it's receiving core versus receiving core, which is what it is right now, I'm taking Chiefs because they have Travis Kelsey as well. But I think Jamar Chase might be able to carry the load and really produce. 
Moving on to the defensive front seven, that's going to go to the Chiefs with Chris Jones, Frank Clark, definitely. And then the secondary, again, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. So the Chiefs have a lot of advantages in this game. But the Bengals, you know, you take a look at them. Joe Burrow is not a bad quarterback. He's really, really good, but Jamal is just the best. And then Jamar Chase is, in my opinion, one of the best receivers in the game right now based off how he's playing currently. You know, but then you match him up against two of the best receivers, one of the best receivers as well, and the best tight end in the league. It gets tough for him to be able to carry the whole load. I do give them a fair chance to beat the Chiefs, though, the Bengals. I'm going to predict the Chiefs win this game. Um, moving on, next game, we have the Nine Rams game. It's at home Rams, and if the Rams win this game, they'll have the home crowd for the Super Bowl, which is going to be huge if they can win this game. Because it's going to be at SoFi Stadium, and that is the home stadium of the Rams. Um, yes, PN saying 40.6 for the Niners to win, 59.4 for the Rams. I'm not going to count out the Niners because they have that good of a defense, but I think the Rams have such a high-powered offense and one of the best defenses in the league that it's going to, you know, help, going to help. Uh, moving on, we'll take a look at the injuries. Sorry, that probably didn't make sense, but whatever. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. and Trent Williams are questionable. Don Wilson is on IR for San Francisco. For LA, Ernest Jones is on IR. Van Jefferson's questionable. Taylor Rapp's questionable. And Joe, Joe Noteboom is doubtful. And this game is going to be 66 degrees. And now uh, let's take a look at the position by position. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo versus Matt Stafford. I'm 100% taking Matthew Stafford here. Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell versus um, Sony Michelle slash um, Cam Akers. I'm taking Elijah Mitchell here. Debo Samuel versus Cooper Cup. I'm taking Cooper Cup here. Not by much. Debo Samuel is one of the best receivers in the game right now. But Cooper Cup, in my opinion, is also one of the best and probably, or you can argue, definitely the best. You can argue it. Um, on defense... Um, front seven, Aaron Donald and Von Miller versus Joey Bosa, or Nick, sorry, Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa. Why do I confuse the Bosas? I think this is Nick. Hold up. I need to check this. Why do I always do this? Why, why, why? Nick Bosa is the 49ers guy. Okay, I'm right. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa versus Von Miller and Aaron Donald. I'm going to take the Rams, but I'm not counting out in any way the 49ers defense. And then in the secondary... Again, it's tough, but I am going to take the Rams. So I've got the Rams in basically every category except the running game. But again, I'm not going to count out them in all these other positions. That is going to be it for this episode. Next week, I'm thinking I'm going to do a mock draft. It's the Pro Bowl, and I don't think everyone cares about that. And then with in the next week after that Super Bowl week um probably going to bring some people on get their predictions for the game yeah i'm excited hope you are too but that's it for this episode and i'll see you next week yeah.